This has been a week fraught with the good, my friend's high school graduation, and the bad, settling someone's estate. I didn't realize until yesterday that today would be Monday. What was I going to write about? I hadn't really thought about it. Oh wait. Somewhere along the line recently, someone or some company asked me about Los Artin. Good question. I could write about that. I guess I'd better get digging. First thing I did was check drugs.com to see what it is. Losartan, Kazar, belongs to a group of drugs called angiotensin II receptor antagonists. Gale here, also called an ARB, it keeps blood vessels from narrowing, which lowers blood pressure and improves blood flow. Losartan is used to treat high blood pressure, hypertension. It is also used to lower the risk of stroke in certain people with heart disease. Losartan is used to slow long-term kidney damage in people with type 2 diabetes who also have high blood pressure. Losartan may also be used for purposes not listed in this medication guide. Now I know why it was mentioned to me. I have both high blood pressure and type 2 diabetes. But I'm not so sure I understand how it works. Let's start figuring it out by defining angiotensin II receptor antagonists. First, we need to know that angiotensin LL receptor antagonists and angiotensin LL receptor blockers are one and the same. Now, Mayo Clinic to the rescue. Angiotensin II receptor blockers help relax your veins and arteries to lower your blood pressure and make it easier for your heart to pump blood. Angiotensin is a chemical in your body that narrows your blood vessels. This narrowing can increase your blood pressure and force your heart to work harder. Angiotensin II receptor blockers block the action of angiotensin II. As a result, the medication allows your veins and arteries to widen, dilate. Wait a minute here. If angiotensin is the chemical, why is there an 2 after that word in the name of the receptor blocker? I really do wonder about things like this, are you ready for this? According to Encyclopedia Britannica, there are not one, not two, but three kinds of angiotensin. There are three forms of angiotensin. Angiotensin I is produced by the action of renin, an enzyme produced by the kidneys, on a protein called angiotensinogen which is formed by the liver. Angiotensin I is transformed into angiotensin II in the blood by the action of angiotensin-converting enzyme, ACE. Angiotensin II acts directly on blood vessels, causing their constriction and thereby raising blood pressure. This substance also can cause vessel constriction through indirect mechanisms, such as by stimulating the release of the steroid hormone aldosterone and substances called catecholamines from the adrenal glands and by blocking the reuptake of the hormone norepinephrine into neurons. Angiotensin 3 is a metabolite of angiotensin 2 and shares similar, though less potent, actions. Look at that kidney involvement, will you? But we are going down the rabbit hole, aren't we? Okay, let's get to it. The logical next step is to define aldosterone. You and your hormones does just that. Aldosterone is a steroid hormone. Its main role is to regulate salt and water in the body, thus having an effect on blood pressure. Salt and water, also important to kidney function. So, what are catecholamines and why are they important to those of us with kidney disease? Catecholamines increase heart rate, blood pressure, breathing rate, muscle strength, and mental alertness. They also lower the amount of blood going to the skin and intestines and increase blood going to the major organs, such as the brain, heart, and kidneys. Thank you to the University of Michigan's Michigan Medicine for an explanation that is easily understood. Did you notice the kidney involvement here, too? Just one more definition but you need to know that norepinephrine and noradrenaline are the same thing. Confusing, I turn to Lumen Boundless Biology for help. Norepinephrine, produced by the adrenal medulla, is a stress hormone that increases blood pressure, heart rate, and glucose from energy stores. In the kidneys, it will cause constriction of the smooth muscles, 
resulting in decreased or inhibited flow to the nephrons. Aha, the kidneys again. Alright, so it all sounds good to go with losartan and that it will be helpful for your kidneys. Aha, that is not exactly the case. It turns out that doctors do not start kidney disease patients at the highest doses of losartan since that may cause hyperkalemia, better known as high potassium. Here's a conundrum, losartan can also cause kidney disease. This is what medical news today tells us are the possible serious side effects of taking losartan. High potassium blood levels. Symptoms can include heart rhythm problems, muscle weakness, slow heart rate, allergic reactions. Symptoms can include swelling of your face, lips, throat, or tongue, low blood pressure. Symptoms can include feeling faint or dizzy, kidney disease. Symptoms can include swelling in your feet, ankles, or hands, unexplained weight gain. Does this mean don't take losartan even if it's prescribed by your family doctor or nephrologist? No, not at all. It simply means you have to be carefully monitored. Remember, I'm not a doctor nor have I ever claimed to be one, so I urge you to check with yours. I kept running across Ross in my searching. It turns out that mean renin-angiotensin-aldosterone system. What's that? Beats me. But the Merck manual, consumer version knows. Regulating blood pressure, the renin-angiotensin-aldosterone system. The renin-angiotensin-aldosterone system is a series of reactions designed to help regulate blood pressure. When blood pressure falls, for systolic, to 100 millimeters Hg or lower, the kidneys release the enzyme renin into the bloodstream. Renin splits angiotensinogen, a large protein that circulates in the bloodstream, into pieces. One piece is angiotensin I. Angiotensin I, which is relatively inactive, is split into pieces by angiotensin-converting enzyme, ACE. One piece is angiotensin II, a hormone which is very active. Angiotensin II causes the muscular walls of small arteries, arterioles, to constrict, increasing blood pressure. Angiotensin II also triggers the release of the hormone aldosterone from the adrenal glands and vasopressin, antidiuretic hormone, from the pituitary gland. Aldosterone and vasopressin cause the kidneys to retain sodium, salt. Aldosterone also causes the kidneys to excrete potassium. The increased sodium causes water to be retained, thus increasing blood volume and blood pressure. And it all comes full circle. Oh, one last thing, too much activation of the ROS causes kidney disease. Oh my. Until next week. Keep living your life.